We're officially live. Woo! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Off the Lip Radio Show. Neil? Broadcasting from Santa Cruz, California. From the boardroom, which? With this week's favorite guest. <laughs> before, we, before we jump into that real quick. We're not going to talk about sex. Good news is the boardroom opens tomorrow. Uh, it's about time. Two months. We've been sitting here missing everybody. So tomorrow we will be here from 11 to 5 for sidewalk social. We've been told that we can't talk about sex. And where's your mask? Right here. Come on. Once again, everybody, uh, if we run on a skeleton crew during this time of year. We will not be able to check uh, messages or comments, but um, we'd love to hear where you're watching from. So uh, let us know where you're watching from, and uh, and it, we'll hopefully follow up and answer some questions if you do have some. Neil, you want introductions today? He's this week's favorite guest. Our favorite guest of the week. This is his third appearance on the Off the Show. A celebrity, too. Big time celebrity. Yeah, just ask him. Bill Miller. Mr. Bill Miller's on the house. Harbor High graduate. For those of you who don't know, um, I've seen him on TV, on the field, during a World Series. And I don't know how many people watching can say they've done that, but I have seen, I have seen, uh, and Phyllison, what, that was two, Two years ago? Uh, I'm not sure which World Series you went to. I Who was playing? I didn't go. You were there. I was there. Yeah, 2017. Right here. Um, to, this is boom. The Jane Goodall ball. Yeah, thank Jane you. Jane Goodall ball. Yes. Signed by Jane Goodall. You know, yes. you gave me a ball, and uh, I went to Richard Novak's house and showed it to him, and he kidnapped it. Hmm. And I had to kidnap it back. And I got it back. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I kidnapped it back. He's well, a huge well, baseball well, fan. By Gene Goodall from the 2017 World Series game. Uh, that was the longest World Series game uh, ever. Correct? And you were behind the plate, and you walked off with that ball, right? Is yeah, that I did. Yeah, that was uh, uh, game five uh, in Houston. I think the final score was 13 to 10. And, yeah, five hours and 17 minutes, which was surpassed the following year, I believe, by Ted Barrett, hmm. who had a five-hour and something – 40-minute game. So when you walk off a field, when you when, when you leave a field and you got your little bag, how many ba how many balls fit in that bag? Uh, more than two. More than two. Yeah, I know that. But let me get yes. ten. Uh, I carry uh, eight, four okay. in each bag. I carry. Oh, you got one. Okay, double-sided. Yeah. So when you walk off, they, oh God, oh Jesus, they don't um they don't go. Hey, Bill, give us the balls. I stole that one. You, yes. Yes, you borrowed yeah, I, it. I borrowed it. That's right, because I needed Jane Goodall's <laughs> autograph for Neil. I wonder Neil, how many baseballs Jane Goodall signed. signed. Never, just, it was the first one ever she's ever signed. Number one. Number one. Just to give you an idea, there's Jane Goodall's. That's it right there. Boy, that is an important woman for sure. Yeah. So Neil, just to jump the uh, stories here, how did you get Jane Goodall to sign your ball? Well, I went with Guy Kawasaki up to meet Jane Goodall, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I'm was in my car, and I'm scrambling around trying to think, of, I've got to have Jane sign something. Not a piece of paper, not a back of my beer bottle. Mm -hmm. so I had something. What did I have in my car? And in my car was that baseball. Wow. So I grabbed it, and then uh, when I got a chance to talk to her, I go, would you mind signing this? And she said to her assistant, have I ever signed a baseball before? She says, and it goes, uh-uh. This wow. is the first one. And when you're behind the plate, uh, 
Do you inspect every ball before the game? Every single one. You, so you make sure that it's it's, it's rubbed up properly because every baseball is rubbed with mud before it goes out. Because when it comes out, it's really slick. The leather's slick. Mm-hmm. And so you'd put a coating of mud on it. They go through about uh, nine to ten dozen a game. And hmm. so everyone has to it, – sometimes it'll be splotches. Uh, if the ball hits the dirt or something, it'll it'll cut the ball. So yeah. And that's we, where the, the catcher does that? Yes. We toss it out mm-hmm. and we, we get another one. Has there been a, an inflate gate with baseballs? Not exactly, but I will tell you a story that Bill Belichick came to a spring training game of mine. Uh, God, it must have been three or four years ago. He's good friends with Tony LaRussa, and Tony came into the umpire's room, and Bill Belichick, it was nice as could be with his wife, and he did ask where the baseballs were. We said, ah, oh, spring training, we don't, we don't keep track of them. They just bring them out. He goes, so the baseballs are not secure? <laughs> it was really funny. It was really That's funny. That's the guy. Are they kept like a humidor? Uh, I think so. I think yeah. every ballpark now has a humidor. Started off with the Rockies. Hmm. Uh, you know that, that with the elevation, they thought the balls dried out, and so they had uh, they had these things in a humidor. Now I think every stadium has a humidor, wow. and they can't. They have to rub them up no more than forty eight hours before the game. All sorts of rules. And so. is all the balls use the same mud? Uh, same mud, yeah. And where is that from? That mud is from uh, the Delaware Delaware River. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I know that. That's a, that's a yes. trivia question. No, well, it is. It's amazing because yeah, I, I Lena, Lena Blackhorn, I think, is the uh, company that they've been doing it, and they sell tubs of mud for like 60, 70 bucks. That's a, uh, that's a scam. There it and, is. And then, right? yeah. and then who does the rubbing? Uh, in the minor leagues, it is the umpires. Uh, in the major leagues, uh, in the last uh, 15 to 20 years, the clubhouse attendant has taken over that chore for us. So uh, we pay him uh, dearly at the end of each series for rubbing all the baseballs and taking care of us. And do some people like more mud than others? That seems to be the problem. A couple of years ago, in fact, that World Series, it became a huge issue with oh, uh, some of the players, some of the pitchers. Uh, I can't really name them, but there was a huge issue about how much mud was going on because a lot of times the pitchers want a darker rub ball because the hitters can't see it. It's a darker baseball. Um, and, and also, they want it darker because if there's not enough mud on it, it they don't have the uh, the grip. Well, there's, so a big issue with that, there's a big issue with that World Series game right now with Houston. Uh, I'm sorry, you can't comment about it, but they're the supposedly cheating. Yes. You know? And uh, <laughs> that's all we get. <laughs> that's it. I, I've read all the articles. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, it makes sense. That's a highly politicized thing that happened. Yes. And yes. Uh, I, I, yes. I understand you yeah. can't talk about it. Um, outside of that cheating situation, have you had like sticky stuff on balls that you're like, hey, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, the, the thing is with umpires and per the rule book, it is not our job to monitor that. That is actually if the other team brings it to our attention, mm-hmm. then we go after right. it. So a lot of times when baseballs go to the dugouts, they'll be looking because if somebody's cutting a baseball, if they have a tack or, or, or something in their glove, what they'll do is they'll with the, when the glove, you put your glove in, they'll put the tack in. Uh, like on a finger, so yeah. the pack sticking out. Yeah. And then they'll take the baseball, they have their glove on, and they'll go bing, bing, bing right. in a certain spot. And so there'll be like three okay. lines. And that's and that's so they know exactly where the lines are on what part of the ball. And then when the ball's thrown, it'll, it'll move. So. Yeah. Um, and, and so if the other manager says, time out, I want you to go look at his glove. Yes. Has that happened? Uh, I've only been involved one time. It was uh, – 
Frank Robinson was managing the Montreal Expos at the time, and <clears throat> it was a, a guy. His pitcher's last name was Day. I want to say Zach Day, but uh, for the was he the Rockies? No, he was for he was for uh, Frank's team, and sure enough, they like he went to the dugout and he came out, and it wasn't like he was doing anything to the baseball, but he had a blister on his finger. And so a lot of times what these guys do in order to seal the blister, they'll put super glue right. on top of the blister right. so, so it creates a, a barrier. Yeah. That's illegal. That's a foreign substance. And so sure enough, uh, Frank. Frank came or, you know, Frank, we, we saw it. You know, I heard, I heard, I went out for the, oh, sorry, I went out to the pitcher's mound, and I heard the manager uh, say, he said, I can't pitch with this. I got super glue on my finger. I went, oh, boy. So I got the crew chief in, and uh, <laughs> the crew chief immediately said to Frank Robinson, did you know he put it on there? <laughs> because if he knew, he was done, too. But uh, we ejected the pitcher. Wow. And Frank Robinson said, I had no idea. And the game went off. So. Are, you missing the, are you missing the game right now, or is it nice to have a break? Uh, no, this is what we do. So, yeah, yeah I miss it. miss yeah. it uh, because, you know, we're, we're a creature habit. Uh, I've been umpiring since 1990. And so this is my what my thirty second year. Wow, and or thirty first year. And you're a crew you chief. Do math, and I'm a crew chief. Crew but chief, which means which means that you're the, the HMFIC. Uh, head, mo head mofo in charge. Uh, yeah, when the season's going on. Yeah, but is it for the, the same part, crew that you? Same crew. Yeah, I mean we change it up every every year, mm -hmm. but it's the same crew. So uh, for the year. So and. Um, are you on unemployment? What they say to you? Uh, you're not going to work for a while, Bill. Yeah, you know we get uh, this gets a little tricky, but yeah. we get we get paid over 12 months, and so at the beginning of the year we get paid for not working. At the end of the year we get paid for or have already done our work. So uh, we just had to renegotiate the whole the contract, the whole nine yards, blah blah blah. And so we are we'll be prorated when we come back. Sweet. And yeah. how many games? Does Bill Miller officiate? Uh, it's changed a little bit. We've gone to um, – I guess I should be looking over here. No, that's fine. That's um, cool. We've gone to uh, – now with replay. We're in replay for two to three weeks, so that gets us off the field. Uh, but we'll work uh, anywhere between uh, 120 to 125 on the field now. Yeah. And then additional two to three weeks in replay. Yeah. And then do another 15 to 22 during spring training. And then the playoffs. And then the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. So we're working about 150, 160. That's yeah, so Well, and travel. Yeah. Oh, and travel. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you're working your ass off. Could you tell us one manager you'd like to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with one more time and have a yelling match with? Oh, jeez. Uh, who, who, who would you pick? <laughs> I, I don't pick anybody. I don't want it. Because if I do that, then I have to write a report, and then I have to answer to the boss upstairs that – they say that the, the fans don't like okay, it. Okay, then I'm going to re-question. Yes. Your, your most memorable one? Uh, my most memorable is John Farrell in uh, Boston. Uh, he was – he was uh, we called a Bach and scored a run because his pitcher balked, and he wasn't so happy about that. And so he came out, and uh, he wasn't happy. And he ended up poking me in the chest, and oh. which, I, which I didn't like, so I snapped. <laughs> and we were just went – we went face-to-face -face and argued pretty good. And then baseball fined me five hundred dollars. So. They did? Yes, they did. Which is is, is that the worst? Is, is, a, is a poke the worst you've uh, had? Oh no. yeah. I, no, I got the worst. The headbutt by Jose Canseco. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did get beaked. 
Yeah, beaked. beaked. Yeah, beaked, beaked with his helmet. Now, how much yeah. was his? How much was that fine that Jose Canseco? Uh, I I don't know. Money. They used to send us those. They used to send it, but I, it was nominal back then, like, like fifty bucks, <laughs> hundred bucks. That was in that was in nineteen ninety seven. He was making like yeah. what twenty million? No, uh, he was probably, that much, he was five million or something. Five or yeah, seven. five. What yeah. Get, what do you get fine now for a headbutt? Uh, I don't know. They know yeah. they don't announce the fines. Five grand, ten grand, or something. Probably. Uh, if if there's contact, yeah, it's probably going to be. I would think. I don't know. They don't disclose it to us. Um, so. Have you ever had a situation behind the plate to where uh, your jewels got hit by a ball? Oh yeah. Yes, but not as many as I th- like times that I I would think after thirty some odd years. I just I. Knock on wood. Have you ever oh. gotten one right there and fell over? I have not. Have you ever seen not. anybody do that? Uh, I have, and it's not a good sight with him writhing in pain on the ground. But, right. Well, but mine is, yeah. yeah. Hit the chest though. It, it, one time was it was recently? I think I saw pictures of where you on the on your back lay. I did the, not get hit in the chest and fall it? to the ground. You <laughs> 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 making stuff up? I did not get hit in the chest. I got a chest protector on. Was I crying? (laughs) There's no crying in baseball. I just watched that with my girls, by the way. So you haven't been you haven't been hit by a ball so hard that you fell over? Uh, I have. Uh, I've hit the ground twice in my career. Uh, one time I got hit right in the square in the knee, right between oh, the pads. Ah, mm. oh, God, it killed. Yeah. Dropped you. Dropped me. I, did, I mean, it was sort of like the doctor. You remember as a kid with that little hammer? Yeah. You, kick? you know, and it like mm-hmm. <laughs> hits your knee and your leg goes like that. That's exactly what happened. Well, that's like a funny bone right there. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was, you know, I'm squatted down to call the pitch and boom, it hit me and it was like, whoop. I was, I was up, fell around, spin. Yeah, I was... Uh, Wow. Yeah, now, I'm like sure those. you've seen everything, the collisions, the broken bones. The, oh, what's, sure, what, yeah. what would be, like, in your mind, uh, looking back, the, the worst of that situation? Uh, I saw – I was in a spring training game with Robin Ventura. This is in, in Florida, probably, like, 98 or 99. And Robin, Robin Ventura in Sarasota slid into home plate, and his leg, like, compound fracture. And yeah, it was – I was at third base, and I saw it. The right? bone come out. And I saw it. It was just – like, it was still inside the sock. But, oh, my God. It was – the home plate umpire, like, called him out and had to turn away. It was terrible. Wow. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, so. hey, it's a, a, it's a fast – you move fast and do stuff like that. Yeah, we you don't know? get too many injuries, though. I mean, more, it's more like pulled hamstrings. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I always seem to see a squirrel or a cat or a – uh, something running across the field. Best wild animal story. No, you got I, don't, one? I don't really have any. Yeah, I'm really? good. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Maybe, you, you yeah, maybe a cat or every now and then, but yeah, I don't even know how a cat not gets even, on the field. Not even the, spring, the tra- spring, spring training games. How about the minor league? But you came up through the minor leagues, correct? I did, Obviously yeah. you have to. Yeah. Was that fun or was that just brutal? It for was an fairly brutal, yeah. Hindsight, I guess we can laugh at the stories and all, but it was minor leagues are brutal. I'm not going to lie. Because the, the, the amount of pay you get and the travel that you're doing – I mean, you, nobody's driving your bus. You, like they, they, I'll tell you, I'll give you a story. In 90, 93, I worked with uh, two umpires, Ted Barrett, made it the big leagues, another guy, Mark Aramowski. And we worked a uh, three-man system in the Texas League. There were only three teams in Texas. <laughs> the other ones, I mean, we had Little Rock, we had Jackson, Mississippi, uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Wichita, Kansas. I mean, it was it was <laughs> spread out, and so sure enough, <clears throat> we go uh, we go through the year, 
and you know, take turns driving these long drives. I mean, Midland te- or uh, El Paso, Texas, to Shreveport or Jackson is, is literally like a thousand miles, <laughs> right? And you do it overnight, yeah. right? No, so private, you, no you private jet. Do, yeah, no private jet, and uh, <laughs> a lot of the teams were flying, but not us. So we were driving, and so sure enough, the next year there were budget cuts. <laughs> so they they would they they docked us five hundred dollars a month in pay. They took the vans away that they rented for, so we had to rent our own cars, and they took a guy away. So then there was just two men. Oh, it was brutal. It was yeah, that wasn't fun at all. Uh, what, uh, baseball cut, budget cuts. Seems like oh, back day and been minor league. Back in the sure. day, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're always trying to save a buck. I mean, everybody is, I guess. So, uh, I know you probably don't have an idea when baseball resumes. Have, have, has there been discussions <laughs> about this? Uh, just what I read in the paper. You know, they 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 keep us informed a little bit, but it seems to me that they're looking now. Just the the articles I've read is uh, maybe a spring training somewhere in June, and maybe the season starts up in July. That's mm-hmm. kind of what they're saying. Would so. it be weird to? Have games in empty stadiums? Yeah, yeah. The, the fans drive it. You know, the fans drive any sport. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if there's not that energy there, I think the players are going to suffer. I think everyone's going to suffer a little bit because it's just it's not the same. But it needs to go on. Right. You know, it needs to go on. Be, people need to see the normal normalcy of uh, of American society, and that kind of starts with baseball because there's a game every day. Well, I mean, it's the American pastime. You know, when you think about baseball, yep. it's it is American at one hundred percent, and I, hopefully you're back. I mean, I, geez, I, I mean, w- we get to open our doors tomorrow for sidewalk sales, and it's, this is the weirdest time in, in history, you know, for us. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, you've been down for two months. Two months, yeah. Have you have you been doing curbside sales? Nope. Oh, so you've just been down, down, both yeah. stores down, oh. and uh, you know, it's really the hardest part is. Um, I've been told by people that skateboarding is a uh, transportation, and it is. And I've had emergency calls from people who commute to work on their skateboards and needed parts, and I helped them out. And uh, I could legally, uh, through my council, open, but I don't want people driving by. I'm a community business. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just waiting the time, and I'll lose the money, and we'll struggle to make it back up. But I feel like I owe it to the community to support uh, what's going on. Yeah, I think everyone's doing the right thing. I yeah, think, you yeah. know, but it needs to come back. You know, hopefully, hopefully they find a, a vaccine. Well, we had know? Chief Mills on the show um, two weeks ago, and uh, he at the time he was saying that currently in Santa Cruz County there's one uh, person in the hospital with yeah, the coronavirus. More, yeah, I don't know, but not very many. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think Santa Cruz has done a pretty good job of, mm-hmm. of, of locking everybody down and people doing their part. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can all move forward and – I agree. Get back to player what we you do. enjoy. A player you enjoy watching the most over the years. Oh, geez, like active? has there been one or? Uh, you know what? I just hmm. enjoy. It. You, you just, you, just you enjoy guys that like swing the bat. I mean, I'll, I'll, um, guys that swing the bat and hit the ball, and hit the ball hard. It, it's a tough thing to do. The ball's moving. Square that ball up. It's it's pretty exciting to see. Yeah. Well, yeah. not only is it moving towards the home plate, it's moving in all different. <laughs> I mean, sure. it's. Yeah, I, we love. I love telling the like Vladimir Guerrero, when he was with the the Expos and the Angels, he he, he just he was going to swing, and he was going to hit, and yeah. so there were there were times when the ball would bounce in front of home plate, he still hit it. I mean, he was that good. His eye hand coordination was fantastic. Yeah. D- the, during the uh, steroid era, did you notice guys come to the plate that just looked roided out? 
Or was it? Was it? Do you, yes. you scratch your head? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you standing. I'm a, I'm a fairly big guy, and standing next to some of those guys, just saying, wow. Because I remember like, wow. Mark McGuire's oh. arms, like they were just huge, huge. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge. Wow. And yeah. so, who, who's the? And it seems to me the pitchers now are like eight feet tall. Everybody's huge. Everybody throws the ball hard. Yeah. You know, that's what they want. It's unfortunate because there are so many good pitchers like the Maddox and the Glavins and the, the even Pedro Martinez, you yeah. know, that, that had such great control that their ball moves so much. Uh, you don't have to be the power pitcher. Yeah. You know, but nowadays everybody wants the big guy. It's all guy about the fastball. You know, it's like, oh, they want guys that throw 100 you're, miles an hour. You're a soccer fan, right? You played well. Yeah, my daughter right? played high school soccer. Right, but look at yeah. these soccer players. Now you watch the Premier League, you see these guys are huge. Oh. You know, I remember playing soccer and like there's some short guys, but now that everyone just so it's just everybody's massive. tall. Everybody's uh, big. Well, yeah. and then you put them up on top of the mound, oh, and shoot. I mean you're just looking. It, did you ever look at a guy and go, "Oh crap, this guy throws it hot." Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just kind of like squeeze behind the catcher because I don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got bet. to that earlier. Cause, yeah, because I get hit in the chest, I fall down apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right, Neil? <laughs> <Should, yeah. laughs> Steroid era just be part of baseball, like you know, Mark McGuire going to the Hall of Fame, maybe Barry Bonds go to the Hall of Fame. Do you think it should be a part of a part of baseball over the over the years, maybe over the over the centuries? That's just that's just an era. I think baseball. people are going to remember it that way. Yeah, it's not my choice whether or not people going to the Hall of Fame or not. Everybody has everybody has rules. I would love to visit. Yeah, I've never been. You but, haven't? Uh, no, but. Huh. I'd like to go. Being a, a historian of the of the league, yeah, kind of just kind of just seeing kind of my my generation of people coming up. I was I'm a baseball Bill fan Miller growing fact up. From, I'm gonna remember Bill Miller fact oh. from show number one. Okay, oh, here we go. This. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> let me see here. His favorite stadiums. Oh, his favorite stadium. Oh, it was he said he said uh, uh, Yankee Stadium because there's a restaurant no, that's open until yeah. four Yankee in the morning. Yankee Stadium and sh- and <laughs> Wrigley Field. Those were the two. Is that what I said? That's what you said. Okay, because you can get a beer after the game. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's, uh, you know, when, when people work late, you know, that you can, you can get a beer or cocktail after the game and things aren't closing down. Yeah. You know, so Chicago, anywhere in Chicago, New York. Uh, you get a frost. So it's not, it's not about the history of the stadium. It's about getting a frosty afterwards. It, it's just work, man. Yeah, it's work. Yeah, it's well, work. How long does it take for you to get out of there? Like if, uh, the, the game's over, you know, the lights click off. Are you, how long does it take for you to get uh, out of there? You know what? We're in the locker room, probably anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour, 15 just it depends if we have if we have any reports, anything happened in the game or something like that. But uh, you know, shower, get a bite to eat. Usually, the locker room, the, the the clubhouse attendant has has dinner there for us. Oh, so, so you get a little snack afterwards. Yeah, get a little snack yeah. afterwards. And when you leave the stadium, is there ever a guy saying "fuck you, Bill Miller" on the way out? Like, <laughs> yeah, we try to slide through the slide doors. And <laughs> you put on like we, a disguise. We do have security that walks us out. We do, but but uh, I like the fact that nobody knows who I am. Like I'm not. I don't. You I don't sneak have, out of there. I don't have good. a presence, so people just people don't know who I am. I, I mean, I would yeah. like carry a thing of water bottles or something. Yeah. I look like the water boy or something on the way out. <laughs> so, you got a question over there? I got a question. I got a question. Yankee Stadium, or maybe some of the stadiums in the South, you got mosquitoes that are you know size of this computer right here, mm. right? And it's 140 degrees. The, the strike zone and it's four, you know, two o'clock in the morning. It's 14 to 14 score. Does the strike zone get bigger? It can't. It can't. It can't anymore. Yeah. Because oh, they got the electronic deal. Got electronic. We get. We get it. We get evaluated on every pitch we render a call on. So any ball that's not fouled off or put in play, we we get graded on it. Because remember that that World Series game you talked about with that ball game. Yes. 
you got a lot of people said that you were uh, incorrect on a lot of balls and strike calls. And they were incorrect. And they were incorrect because That's correct. the replay, your replay guy said, yes. no, you were right, and every one of them big one, I think. it was. Uh, no, I think I missed like seven or eight pitches. Uh, in a, in a, it was a 10-inning game, but I had some extraordinary amount of uh, – Pitch number of pitches, right? Of so many runs were scored. And is that like going to the principal's office after the game and getting that like, if it's, if you have a couple of questionable calls? Yeah, you just don't want to. <clears throat> as an umpire, you just don't want to miss them in the big parts of the game. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you miss a strike one, you you miss a strike three. It's a big difference. Yeah. You know, so you want to be consistent, but even the machine's not consistent. So what's grading us isn't consistent, but it's kind of what's accepted, mm-hmm. and we're all right. I mean, and, yeah, one more question I have is I see guys on, you know, the guy standing there, strike three, and he starts mouthing off. Yeah. Where? What's the point? Do you give him a do – you, do you let him have a little bit of mouth, and then uh, do you tell him, hey uh, – we, we find that when that happens, if you don't make a stand, then the next guy is going to do it, and the next guy is going to do it. Now, that's what a lot of fans don't understand is that if you just let one guy, like, rip you – and get personal with you, well, then the catcher hears it, and he goes back to the dugout, and he tells his team. And, and so, like, a lot of umpires will get a bad rap because they take care of their business. But we're trying to manage a game. We're running the game. And so it's important that there's a line. Right. And they know what the line is. Don't, don't ever mistake that. Like, the players know, managers know what that line is. Yeah. And most of our ejections, I want to say, come from they just won't leave. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just won't. Right. They won't. Yeah. Like they won't leave. I try not to engage too much, but they just won't leave, and so eventually you have to just throw them out because <laughs> that's what they want. And it, 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 to get their team riled up or something along oh, those sure. lines, you know. But I yeah. see in NBA, there's a bad. Uh, you know, a, 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 the, everyone thinks there's a bad call, and the players on the sideline. Very the well phrased. And the official well. just stands there and just stares. I mean, this guy's just jabber John in his ear, and yeah, they they'll tee guys up. We don't have that option. Like we don't have we don't have a technical foul we don't have a, a flag we can throw on the field so there's a 15 yard penalty, uh, you know ours is either we issue a warning and there's th- that's no penalty, mm-hmm. or we eject and then then so it goes from from here Zero. to to here right. in, in a hurry. So and our our do you job give is a to move. Do you have a move like. Do you practice that? Uh, I don't practice. Just it. <laughs> I try not to use it because then I then I have to write reports. This is the third time on the show. And every time we try and get him, we try to do the move, the strikeout, the strikeout (laughs) call. The Leslie Nielsen of uh, (laughs) a naked gun. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. So is Canseco your favorite one that you tossed? Uh, No, that was my first. So I I don't know. I don't know who my favorite is. It just I I don't enjoy any of them, to be honest with you, because I have to write reports. I don't want to write reports. I want to go after the game. I want to have a beer. I go see my friends and, and, and move on. So yeah. you say that? You go, hey, dude, I'm going to throw your ass out of here, but i got to write a report, so get the hell off the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Hey, let me talk about the state of the game. You know, now I know they're trying to shorten the games down a little bit yeah. because kids' kids' attention spans are a lot less. And, yeah. and Do you see youth still coming to the game? Do you still see it as a popular game? 
I do, I do. I think uh, you know they're they're trying to protect the fans a little more too. I mean, Nets. they put they put nettings now in all the ballparks, mm-hmm. all like all, all the way, way down around, the line. And then, well, that's because people on their phones are not mm-hmm. paying attention. Right, right. It's been like this for for since the game started, and now because because we're all on our phones, yeah, uh, we have to we, we have to protect protect the kids. I think Japan really went after that first, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think so. Yeah, and yeah. do you do you think that's a good idea? I do, I do, because okay. it scares me. It's scary. Like when you see when you see kids in the front row. And they're closer to the plate than their parents are. Oh, it uh, makes me nervous. Yeah. I watched a video yeah. on YouTube of uh, the closest calls in baseball where a guy's like oh, grabs the ball and like saves somebody. You know, <laughs> like the most amazing stuff. A bat comes flying in there. Oh. And this guy just like reaches up and grabs it. Yeah. You've so, seen those. And when yeah. bats go, you probably. Uh, just a, Yeah. And they've done a good job because even like five, six years ago, the bats, that was a huge issue. Bats were just like just splintering. And so I think they formed a committee. And and have they have like I don't know what it is they they either they Different. uniform the wood yeah uh, made certain standards where you can't go uh, like like certain ounces less but uh, you don't see nearly as many broken bats as you used to yeah well that's gotta be scary being behind the plate and having splinters fly I just yeah I just don't want to get hit I don't yeah. want to get hit with a broken bat that kind of latches on doesn't come apart mm-hmm. oh right ahead so some umpires are wearing the hard helmet we got two or three guys wearing a hard helmet are you now. Uh, no, just no. just a hat and a mask. So some people have gone to the hockey mask because they think it, it deflects the ball a little bit more than a traditional mask that absorbs, you know, because concussions are such a big deal. But I just don't know how you could do that with that, a seven-foot dude throwing over 100 miles an hour <laughs> trying to kill you. Like I said, I, I, I position myself right behind the catcher. <laughs> you like those big catchers. <laughs> yeah, big catcher. And just, please, I don't want to get hit. Wow. And if you have, like you said, you've seen people get hurt. Um, do you feel that the safety equipment is adequate? Yeah. I mean, they. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, I mean you just only, got a pad. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, back in the day, the umpires used to have that big balloon. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd like, they, they put out right in front of them. Yeah. And, you know, they would never get hit. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I don't I don't think they were as consistent because they were up so much higher, you know. So without that, with an inside protector, you're able to like get lower, see the inside pitches. Otherwise, you're just working over the top. Too. Which the hardest stadium to umpire? Which one? Which one do you get the most shit at? Uh, it just depends on what fans show up. You know, yeah. Neil. Like sometimes when the fan, when the place is packed, you don't hear anything. It's just a, like a buzz. But when the there's nobody there. You hear everything. <laughs> everything. Do you, do you get nervous, like when it comes to playoff games, World Series? You get jacked up, like the like the players would obviously do for a World Series game. Uh, I don't know about jacked up. I just I just want to slow everything down, see the pitches, try to slow your timing down, just so you just don't want to make a mistake. That's yeah. the bottom line. You just don't want to make a mistake. Right. So. And especially when in some of those big games, millions of people are watching you yeah. not make mistakes. Yeah. It just, you know what, you're at a point where you don't want to be the person that caused somebody to lose the game. Do you tape your games? Uh, every game's taped. But do but you? You don't. I, I get everything on a computer. Oh, you do. So you can every, watch. And do, you, and do you go back and watch? Every single pitch. You watch every pitch over yes. after the game? Uh, well, it'd be the next day, right? Because by right. the time by the time, you by the time they process it, as far as setting the lines, yeah, the lower, and you, get, you had to have a beer. Limits, yeah. yeah, so it's uh, anything changed for you as far as what you call from when you first started? Oh, 30, sure, thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, when I first came to the big leagues, 
I mean, seriously, four inches off the plate was just a strike. But you didn't call anything at the knee. That catcher's glove moved down. You balled it. The catcher went up like this. You balled it. Even the strike zone is like the midpoint between the shoulder and the belt. I mean, the, the top of the strike zone is way up here. Yeah. But you couldn't call that. If I called that, I would eject people, and then I, I, I wouldn't get hired as a AAA guy. Hmm. So you kind of conform to what everybody's doing. And, and I think back in the day, <clears throat> three, four inches off the plate became a normal strike because the dugouts couldn't see if the pitch was up or down. You know, I mean, they can see if it's up or down, excuse me, yeah. but they can't see if it's in or out. Mm. And so that's kind of where it went. When we, back in, must have been 2000, 2001, two, when they started doing the automated strike zone, now they got the edges of the plate and they wanted the high pitch called and the low pitch called. So it has changed. So you, when you get like a guy like Nolan Ryan that just seemed to be firing, firing him in there and, and you got the other pitchers that make the ball move, which one's harder to, to uh to call. Uh, I mean, if you have like a Tim Wakefield knuckleballer for the Red Sox, that's right. just no fun because it's not consistent. The ball just is moving all over the place. It would be. It's difficult. Your yeah. concentration level is you're you're like calling the pitch truly as as you probably should be on every pitch where it is in relation to the plate at that time. You know, now it's. But I'd rather have somebody that's just consistent. Like. Do you, the inside yeah. corner, right. outside corner. Do you have a favorite picture that when you just knew, you knew this guy was finesse? Did you have someone you really enjoyed? Like uh, I got such a bad memory. I mean, I, j I just want people to throw strikes. Right. If they throw strikes, the guys, right. are, the guys are going to swing the bat. Mm -hmm. If the guys swing the bat, that's less pitches that I have to call. And the fans like it, too. Yeah, you know? everybody likes it because they want to see the ball. They want to see it. Baseball wants it. Right. You know, baseball, baseball wants pitchers to throw strikes. Baseball wants guys swinging the bats. But, you know, the whole Billy uh, – Billy ball or whatever. It's yeah. not Billy ball. Money ball. Money mm. ball, yeah. You know, they, they try to work the pitcher. They try to get the pitcher's pitch count up because the starter is the best pitcher in the game on that team. And then the relievers come in progressively. They're not as talented, supposedly. Hmm. And so they want to get the pitch count up for the starting pitchers. That's why they take so many pitches. Do you think maybe baseball has change anything as far as the, uh, the length of the games? And if they to make the game, to make the game shorter, what could baseball do? I uh, can't do it. I mean, you can't adjust the nine inning game. That's right. that's yeah. baseball's baseball's that's historical. I mean, that's what everybody refers to. Uh, I just think that they need to encourage guys to swing the bat. I, I personally well, think they, they need to open up the strikes. You can't <laughs> you can't take away <laughs> the breaks. Yeah. You can't take away the breaks needed for like television revenue and stuff too. You know, there's like yeah, that and, and that that the the game the commercial breaks between innings is always something. It always goes up in the playoffs, but. We all realize that's where the money's made. Mm -hmm. That's why the players make the money. That's where my paycheck comes from. You know, the the advertisers, that's how you guys are still in business. Right, Neil? That's right. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. So, uh, Can we plug anybody right yeah, now? Yeah, I've got a whole shitload of plug here. <laughs> <laughs> we used so. to take breaks in the old days. I don't, I don't know. Now, now, we just do, now we just do marathon. Are we going to say our, our – <laughs> <no, laughs> We're going to announce our uh, sponsors right quickly, now. Uh, Here we go, If folks. you missed the show, you can check out the show on podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, even you can, Amazon Alexa. I, I had just someone told me they did that. They asked Alexa. Alexa. Off the radio show. Off the radio show. Uh, this Captain John Ribeiro from Cobalt Banker, Captain of the Chardonnay, and Santa Cruz Homes by Captain John Ribeiro's website. Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery. And I love, wish I had an, one of those beers right now. Mm. I love an amber. You haven't seen Thanks, amber Thanks, Emily. Lately? Haven't been over there. Hmm. They've been closed. 
Uh, Sean Rove, I found his insurance that MF is still stealing all my waves. Give him a call, 462-3222. Farmers Insurance with Sean Rovi. Surf City Sandwich, I want to thank Fig. Hey, Fig. Who is now Hi, down Fig. living in Gilbert, Arizona. I want to thank Fig for uh, sponsoring the show, Surf City Sandwich. Brother Timmy from Pono Hawaiian Taproom. Timmy. Chill out cafe where they? Roll the fatties. They do roll the fatties. Right over there. H&H Fish, I will do suggest that Bill... Heads down to H and H Fish for salmon. A lot of salmon, dude. Yeah, I had. I got some the other day. It was. I tried. Good, to, ca- I tried to catch huh? one today. I couldn't. Right below Johnny's Harvest. How much? H- of, how much a pound? Uh, twenty bucks a pound, probably. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, People's Coffee, simply the best coffee in town, on 17th of. And Brover. they're open. Uh, Aloha Island Grill. Thanks, Numa. Numa. Uh, the Wave Clock, your nautical station for waves and tides, showing your real-time ocean conditions. That's at thewaveclock.com. The kayak connection is going to be opening up. You can get back out in the harbor. You can get back in Elkhorn Slough. I want to thank Merch for Socks. Oh, I'm not having them on today. Shoot. You got them on. Merch for Socks. Thanks, Cindy Busenhart. And I want to thank Seabright Deli. Have you been to Seabright Deli yet? I have not. Holy smokes. Oh, my God. Good spot. Seabright Deli on Seabright next to Brady's. He gets everything there. Yeah. And Jamie Jansen from Santa Cruz Corps. I will be back soon because I need to lose at least 25 pounds. Everybody you does. About, you could lose about 20. <laughs> the entire the county. Big, <laughs> the big guy over here. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you at the deli. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thanks for, thanks for all those guys sponsoring the office. Thank you. Uh, support our sponsors, too, everybody. Uh, they're all great people. And, and really quickly before we go, uh, tomorrow night we've got a big, 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 big show. Big show tomorrow big night. Big show. Another uh, one of Your our favorite, favorite guests. <laughs> 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 Tomorrow's favorite guest. <laughs> Tomorrow's favorite guest. No, we have a secret show secret tomorrow. Show. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Secret and show. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So we are going to be here tomorrow at with a special show. About five, around five five thirty. Yeah. Special show. Bill might be here. I'm going to invite sure. him. Yeah. 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 Let me he check ain't my doing schedule. Else. <laughs> Not free. He's free. What else we got for Bill? Uh, well, uh, I I can't wait until baseball resumes. And uh, yep. are, do you feel like you are? In like a weird zone, because fish out of water. Yeah, yeah. You have thirty years plus of doing this. Yes. Routine. I've play- never been home in April. Playing ever. golf. Uh, they've no, been closed. They just golf? opened on Monday. I yep. think. Yeah. Have you golfed yet? I have not golfed yet, but hmm. I have my clubs. I'd like to go to the range, and maybe hit a couple balls. How's the jogging coming along? Running. Uh, I walk almost every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. I'm really bummed you didn't bring the missus tonight. Yeah. We <laughs> miss her. There's <laughs> a reason for that. She's homesick. <laughs> get better, love. Is she watching? She all right. There's we a have some for that. questions for her that we're not going to get answers yeah, to. No, no, no. no. We she wanted <laughs> to be here. She did. We went on the uh, sex tour last time. Yeah, I know. We really got her fired you scared up. Scared her. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can. We have been. We've if been you, known to do that. If you bring your wives, maybe she comes next time. Right. All right. Well, that's a deal. That's a deal. Um, yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. Bill, Mr. Miller. Yes. Bill, thank you so much. Hey, you guys got to check this place out. I I haven't been in here in probably a year. I haven't been on the show, and yeah. that was at at the old radio, the radio station. station. Yeah. This place is killer. Right. Wow. It was unbelievable. The right. memorabilia in here and the uh, every shirt and hoodie. Known to man. Yeah. And stickers. Stickers, stickers too. Just look at the stickers. As Jimbo Phillips says, stickers. Stickers. <laughs> Thanks, Bill, for coming on the show. Bill, it's great to see you. I can't really wait to see you behind the plate. Um, I'm hoping that happens soon. Me too. Sooner rather yeah. than later. Jane says yeah. hi, too, by the way. Well, America Jane. needs baseball, man. And, yeah. you know, we need to get things back. Yeah. And so I hope it happens soon for you. Yeah. I hope so, too. Okay. Thanks, guys. You guys, tomorrow night, big show, just so you know. 
And uh, thank you for tuning in. And if we had comments, we'll try to get back to you when we can. Good night, everybody. Until next time. Neil, thank you very much. Bill Miller in the house, everybody.